All right, now what did you say? I said, just give Hold me on. like more. What? I'm trying to figure out how this guy's peeling this kiwi. All right, now what? Dude, just figure out how the dude's peeling a kiwi then first. I did. Now what? Now I'm just being annoyed at you, that's all. Why? Because you're like, come on, you're rushing me after, like, I asked you ten times, like, hey, just let me know if you want to do it or not. And I did. What's up guys, JP back at you once again, bringing you guys episode number 13, is it 13? Um, Shh, I, I didn't think introduce it yet. Is it episode 13? It's 14, dumb fuck. Is it really? Yeah. Are you being serious? Hold on. Yes, I'm like 99.9% sure. Hold on. I don't think so. It's episode 14, dumb fuck. Bring you guys episode number 14 of the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. Joining me tonight, as always, is my one and only co-host, Miss Carly. Carly. Oh, Carly. Why do you say it as if it's spelled like C-A-R-L-E-E? -E? That's not how I said it, Yeah, you buddy. said Carly. Yeah, that's my happy voice. So you change the spelling of your name when you're happy? But I don't understand, like, in your head, spelling is a thing, but, like, that's not that No, that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. The Y still sounds like E, so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're back again, and we're going to do a little bit... Well, I guess it's not too different. We've done a TV series before. Uh, yeah! We did Santa Clarita Diet. Still waiting on season two of that, baby. Because uh, that was really fun. I hope there is a season two. But tonight yeah. we're covering The Core, a Shutter exclusive, not Shutter exclusive, a Shutter original series, I believe. Yes, indeed. Uh, and we'll get into that in a second, but uh, how have you been? I've been all right, buddy. Just, you know, working. I'm sure you see me at work. Mm -hmm. And, um,. Uh, you know, that's about it. Doing just started back up on school, so now I'm doing that as Boring. well. Boring. You got anything exciting to talk about? And I've been buying movies and things like that. And you know, I mean, like we, you know, like you and I do most things together, so it's hard to really, hard well, to really. Express. I'm literally not asking you because I'm interested. Because I'm actually not. I'm asking you so our listeners know what's up. Okay, but like a better wording would be like, hey, so what have we been up to as a team? No, we're not a team, first of all. We are. We're best team. friends. We're not we're best, best friends. BFF? <laughs> I don't know where you get this shit at. We're buddies, so we spend every waking moment together. Okay. That's what best buddies enough, do. Enough. Anyway, okay. uh, I've been, you know, chilling, watching a lot of movies and stuff like that. Uh, I did watch the. Uh, a lot of the core. I was like really hyping the core when, when it came out. 
And then uh, I, f I pretty much finished up. I only had one episode left. And uh, I took a break from it. And then um, I guess this is my pick this week for the core. And I wanted to say that um, before we get into it, that a lot of cool stuff has happened. Over the Super Bowl, uh, there was a trailer <gasps> for Cloverfield. Uh, uh, I thought Paradox you were going to talk about the Super Bowl. No. Um, what is it? Cloverfield Paradox? I think it's called The Cloverfield Paradox. Same thing. Uh, yeah, that that was a huge surprise. I love the concept behind that, where they made a third Cloverfield movie, which was supposed to be the God Particle. So like, and now there's like another Cloverfield movie, and like a potentially another Cloverfield movie that's like in the works. So I'm like really confused, considering I haven't watched Paradox yet, but um, the reviews were not great coming out of it. Um, I believe we both liked Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I mean, and I like the, you know, the first one oh, as I, well. Oh, I love the first one. I can give that one like a 9 out of 10, but... Uh, I preferred Lane, that's but, crazy. um... What? I said, that's crazy. Nah, nah. I, I just like... You like the big sci-fi action ending. No, dude, you're you're just fake. I, I like John Goodman's performance in it, and... I don't know, like, you're, like, I don't think all the reviews were, like, terrible for this new one. I saw a lot of people who seemed to be happy with it. Well, I'm, I'm speaking more critically than, like, the Facebook groups and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, even in the Facebook groups, I felt like I seen them a lot more negative than positive. But Netflix took a huge risk on this one, because I think they spent, like, $50 million acquiring that or, or whatever. And that's pretty insane. Um... It might not have been 50. It was a lot of money, though. And yeah. uh, it seems like, you know, only a handful of people watched it. I don't know. Like, not a handful, like millions. But it, I don't know if it did, like, super well. So, um, which is kind of disappointing because that means that this non-traditional release, being that it, they just dropped it on a cool Super Bowl ad, might not happen again which sucks because that means we're going to get the traditional uh you know press release teaser poster you know poster teaser to the teaser trailer teaser trailer trailer you know second trailer third trailer red band trailer yes buddy yes <laughs> eight we know clips uh image stills you know all that stuff which i hate i i just i think that it's just too much but I do like a little bit of hype. Like I, I like when they come out with little things here and there, but I just like when things drop, you know, it's like now you can watch yeah. it right now. And, um, if it did bad, I don't know if they'll necessarily do that again. So that's a little disappointing, but there's other that, you know, I feel like shutter gets new exclusives, like, uh, you know, two to four times a month. It feels like, so, uh, mm -hmm. we have plenty of content. Um, to go and Netflix is getting a lot of stuff. They, they just had a new, I think it's like rituals or something like that. There's like a new movie that dropped or something like that on there. that looked kind of horror. Um, it's hard to keep up, honestly. Like if we were doing the show weekly, it would be easier to keep up, but because we do yeah. it like sporadically, it's a lot harder to keep up. Yes. At this point, we're kind of monthly. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, no, think about it. We had 12 episodes in 20, 2017. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess we did, huh? I, then, I haven't and even. And then we, this is our second of 2013. 
Yeah, all right. They're okay, tw- we're a monthly podcast, months. everybody. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I want to go more frequently, but, it, you know, it, I have so much. I have so much, dude. What do you have? I know, buddy. I have a lot. You don't, You have things, I guess, some. I have school. I have work. I guest star up on all these pods. I'm a very busy person, to be honest. Nobody wants I have a YouTube to channel. What? I said nobody wants you to guest star. Where are you getting that at? Um, everybody does, including you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, let's talk about the core. Awkward. Yeah. So the core is a TV series that is on Shutter. It runs what, like a half hour per episode? Um. They they actually kind of vary. It seems like like some episodes are run to like forty minutes, and then some are like twenty five. But yeah, I'd say roughly like a half hour. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, which is the benefit of having like a non commercial based product, right? Because like when you have commercials, mm-hmm. you have to fill a time slot. These are not time slots. These are you know just released, and and they could be a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, stuff like that. Um, there's not a certain amount of ads that they have to fit in. Um, they kind of released this one interestingly though, because they added a new episode every week Mm -hmm. instead of like all at once. And it makes me wonder if they were like filming them and editing them while they were going, like maybe they weren't like all done and wrapped up when they, you know, released the first one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see if a season two will happen. I kind of got a little bit worried because they, they released that one like short episode, like the bonus episode, which we'll get to, but that was, I, was that the last thing they released? The, uh, bonus thing? Yeah. Uh, yes. So if that was the last thing they released... Like, it, it, it makes me a little worried that it was, like, a scrapped episode because I believe that when they announced this, they said it was going to be a 10-episode run. And they have mm. nine episodes plus that bonus. So I was wondering if that was, like, a scrapped episode and they well, just I mean, released the bonus part. Yeah, maybe. Because I was going to say maybe they just, like... We're trying to say, oh, it's going to be 10 episodes, but like really they just meant uh, one of them's not really an episode, but I guess that kind of makes sense. It could have just been like the ending bit or something, but I don't know. Yeah, like because it, it is just the end part, right? Like it's it's like, yeah, a, basically. It's like a part of an episode, which I really liked, but at the same time, it, it just was like, oh man, like I hope this isn't a bad sign here because this <laughs> is truly one of what well, was one of my favorite things of 2017. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And, you know, spoiler alert, I love this show. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I tried to reach out to the host, uh, Mickey Keating. Um, mm-hmm. He's a director. And I, I was like, hey, do you know what's up with Shutter uh, exclusive, you know, thing? Uh, the Chord, is there going to be a season two, blah, blah, blah. And um, I just sent that tweet out, like, earlier today so uh he hasn't got back to me hopefully he will and if he does i will update you guys on a future netflix and chill episode uh but uh the core is very interesting so it's um 
debuted in October of 2017 uh, with its Halloween special. And the Halloween special is is a little bit different, but the, the, the show pretty much has like a standard format. It's like an opening gag and then it's like an interview with somebody who's like, you know, a director, writer, something like that. Uh, it's hosted by this guy, Mickey Keating, right? Correct. And Mickey Keating is a director. Um, you know what made me like really sad is I hmm. looked at his IMDb. Yeah. And he was born in 1990. So just one year earlier than me. And uh-huh. he has directed five movies, six movies, and he hosts the damn show. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, buddy. God dang it. Like, everybody's so much more successful than me. Buddy, there's. That's a dumb comparison. I mean, there's <laughs> babies who are, like, famous, and you don't see me crying because I wasn't a baby famous. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel you. I didn't realize he was that young, though. Yeah, he directed um, a film called Ultraviolence in 2011. I never seen that. Uh, a film called Ritual in 2013. I haven't seen it. Uh, he directed Pod in 2015, which actually was pretty good. Um, it wasn't the best movie ever, but it was pretty good. Uh, Darling in 2015, which is probably one of his more popular movies. Um, it was on Netflix. It might have been a Netflix original. I can't really remember. Uh, but uh, it made a few top tens last or two years ago in 2015. Um, and he directed Carnage Park in 2016. Actually, Darling, I think, got its like official re- release in, in 2016. And Carnage Park got its official release in 2017. Um, which I haven't seen Carnage Park. And then this year's uh, release of Psychopaths. Technically, it was made and released in 2017, but got its official release in 2018 on dvd i actually had a screener copy for it in 2017 a digital one that i never got to and actually uh had an interview op they asked me if i wanted to interview him and i didn't know who he was really at the time so i declined uh-huh. and now i wish that would have because yeah that would have been really cool like had i seen the core i could have maybe you know looked at it a couple of other of his films by the time I had the interview and, and probably had a really cool interview. Cause I feel like I could talk to that guy and wouldn't feel, you know, weirded out or, or whatever, you know, like, when was, when was that that you got that? Uh, it was like, it was like probably right after I started watching the core, but I didn't know who he was. Like, I uh, didn't I was, know his name yet. Okay. Like I, I thought it was like before the core came out and I was going to say, well, that's kind of, sucky that it was like flipped like that but yeah i understand what you mean you didn't really i didn't know it was him. Him. like i just I yeah that like they said the director of psychopaths you know what i mean like i didn't even know that was i didn't that film was not even on my radar um, yeah which jeremy seemed to hate moods loved it or at least very much liked it um i'm actually gonna pick up all of this guy's films um because i really want to support him because i like him so much like on the core and I did see two of his films already that I both liked. So, you know, why not? Why not support yeah, this I, guy? Yeah, I haven't seen any of his stuff, but I kind of want to, like, look into him more now, too, because he seems very likable. Kind of reminds me of, like, a young Adam Green mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah, yeah. And and he writes all his films, too, which I give bonus credit to because that's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so much like Adam Green. 
So yeah. he's the one that's hosting it. So after the like main interview with like whoever the guest is, uh, there's usually like an, a special effects expert that comes on and he kind of like walks them through like an effect and it's really neat. And then uh, usually after that, there's like another interview with like somebody who isn't like a horror director or anything like that, but deals with something dark, like um, somebody who runs a sideshow or like some kind of psychologist, uh, you know, who explains like why we fear clowns or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then um, sometimes they watch scenes from a movie from like whatever they're talking about, like body horror with the Soska sisters or they're talking about um you know uh some of the most suspenseful like tension filled scenes with like Lee Lee Winnell or like uh jump scares with Lee Winnell Lee Winnell or something like that or um you know look at some of Toby Hooper and and George Romero's best scenes and and I like that because they give like a live commentary on the scenes uh, yeah. And then they, they sort of wrap it up with a uh, recommendation segment where it's like kind of set up like a video store, uh, but like no cover art, like all the tapes are like blank white cassettes. But there's a guy there who is basically recommending Mickey some films along with the viewer. And it's set up like as if he's going to like a video store almost and like an underground joint. And these are all films that also are on Shutter, So it's really neat to hear these recommendations. And the guy who's giving the recommendations is actually the curator for Shutter. The guy that actually, like, a lot of these, like, streaming services, they don't really have somebody who's, like, handpicking titles. It's just, like, they're, it's, like, more business. Like, we create a deal to sign these titles. But this guy is, like actually like watching movies and like and like seeking out like new cinema and and different things that they can put on shutter and stuff like that pretty cool yeah so um i've been talking a lot what do you what, what do you want to talk about with do you want to go through the episodes like how do you want to do this um i don't know we could talk about like i mean some of the guests like i think it's cool um you know, they have, like, Mary Heron, if that's how you say it, the Soska sisters, Lee Winnell. Like, it's cool because these people are, you know, they're not all, the, they're not all like, directors. Like, some of them are writers, some of them are actors, some of them are, like, special effects people. So I think it's interesting. They get, like, he gets this, like, wide variety of, like, completely different people. Because, like, you have Mary Heron, who um directed American Psycho, of course, like, She's, like, this, like, older, like, probably, like, 50-some-year-old woman, and then, like, I think she's you have... I that, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> probably. But older woman, and then you have, like, the Soska sisters, who are these, like, you know, younger, like, independent... Yeah, like, she, Mary Heron is 65. Oh, whatever. That was close. 50s, 60s, are all the same. But, um... You know, it's just like um, they're you don't really get bored with it because they're like totally different people and they're talking about their different um perspectives on like the horror genre and things like that. Like yeah, I really like, like. So one of the cool things that they do here is whoever they bring in, they sort of center the episode completely around that person, um, minus the first episode which was the Halloween special, but. 
mm-hmm. for like example, like Simon Barrett. Uh, Simon Barrett was the writer of Your Next, The Guest, Blair Witch, and they talk tension, and they like even set the episode up with them having their hand in blenders and like uh, talking about questions, and it's the suspense and tension of them having their hands in their blenders. It's supposed to be a commentary on tension in general. Yeah. Which is really cool. So so each each guest, they kind of pick a topic, and usually that guest has something to do with the topic. Sometimes not, but most of the time they have something to do with that topic, uh, which is really neat. I, like it's a, It's a great setup. And there's so many mm. interesting things here. Like, even the first episode, besides the, the Halloween special, obviously, which was the first episode, the second episode, the, the like, I guess the traditional style that they go forward doing the episodes, uh, is an episode featuring Flying Lotus, who was, like, a music guy who got yeah. into directing. And he directed a film called Kuso, which is actually a Shutter exclusive. And that's the one where they'd be talking about, like, vomit and whatnot. Yeah. Correct. There's this great scene where, like, there's a lot of, like, gags, no pun intended, that... um, Literally. Yeah, that that they do, like, like, Mickey's always, like, getting hurt or killed or something, (laughs) or, like, getting gross stuff on him, or, like, you know, like, he's kind of the butt of the joke sometimes, which is is really neat, you know? Yeah. It's, like... It's a show that doesn't seem to take itself too seriously, but still does at the same time. And it's yeah. really a talk show. And it's just, the lineup is great. Like, the the segments are really good. Like, I like each of the segments. And, like, how you said they watch clips from movies. It's also cool because, like, the clips are usually, like, the pers- the guests they have on. It's usually their, like, top ten, like, um, penis breaking scenes and things like that. Yes. Like it's, you're, you're referencing the Sasuke sisters. Yeah. Like Um, it was their their top 10. They talk a little bit. They they, they talk a little bit about their, um, you know, filmography and stuff like that. And then they get into like practical body horror effects. And then they talk about the best penis mutilations and watch clips. Yeah. Which is funny because the Sasuke sisters are, female and often considered really attractive amongst the horror community i find them I a think little they're creepy yeah, yeah i think they, they're... they they feel a little odd to me like 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 weird like i don't know like, if it's a gimmick like they're like trying to come off that way or they actually are just like weird as hell i think it's a mixture of both like they definitely have like a style that's very like gothic and just like Mm-hmm. off-putting and creepy and they're identical twins which just makes it like creepier but like i also feel like obviously they're in this line of work so they're definitely like a little bit of weirdos but yeah yeah and uh, jen and sylvia soska are um the twisted twins the canadian twins like they they were kind of known on youtube a little bit before their first film dead hooker in a trunk uh took off and then it's kind of been full steam ahead since then they they put out american mary which i think is like their best movie um and they quickly kind of went into the director for hire type um world 
So mm. to kind of go over the episodes a little bit, I guess the first episode is the Halloween special. And this one has Adam Green and Daniel Harris. And this episode is like the least fresh in my mind, but I I remember, I think they were talking about the Halloween franchise a little bit, right? Or were they talking about Halloween in general? Um, They were talking, I think they were mainly just talking about the Halloween franchise. Like they go over the different masks well, in the movies. Well, I that, but I meant like the actual like interview with Adam Green and Daniel Harris. Yeah, um, I don't remember. I think they're just talking, I think it's mainly just focused on, like, actual movie Halloween. Mm -hmm. But they also, they also do some, like, special effects stuff where I think they, um, tore open a head. That is the best one. They tear open the head with, like, Adam Green, Adam Green actually looks super interested in the effect. Like, he's like, wow, I need one of these for my movie, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, yeah, they completely like destroy this head. Like it just starts off with like, like it was so detailed. Like, I'm like, how the hell do they make this thing? You know? Yeah. And then it's like, he even says like, you do all this work just to have it like splatter and be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just really cool. Yeah. And one of my favorite segments on the Halloween special was when they brought in Sean Clark, who I'm a huge fan of. I love Sean Clark. He's the host of Horrors Holograms. He wrote the Horrors Holograms column in uh, Horror Hound magazine. And he basically tours locations of famous horror movies. Like, So he'll go to um, the different locations of Halloween 2 and Halloween 3 and you know uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all these different locations. And he'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. And he came on, and he's also an avid prop collector. So he came on with all these different Halloween masks, and he went through the series from Halloween 1 all the way to H2, the remake. Um, and it was very interesting to see all in front of you the progression of the masks, because he had replicas for many of the movies and even actual props from some of the movies. Yeah. So you saw the mask in Halloween 1, you saw how it changed to Halloween 2, you saw the three masks from Halloween 3, you saw when Myers returned in Halloween 4, 5, 6, and then H2O was like very weird because there was like a huge controversy with the masks in the productions of that episode where they kept changing the mask while they were in the middle of making the movie. So, and at one point it's like an entire CG mask. <laughs> yeah. which is funny i never noticed that growing up yeah me neither now it's so like ridiculously obvious yeah yeah and um you know obviously he talks about halloween remake and, and h2 the rob zombie version like it was really neat like that was one of my favorite that's when i knew i was like okay i love this show <laughs> yeah it's definitely very like you know, it's almost like watching something like a Friday the 13th documentary or something. Like, yeah. just very comforting. If you don't feel like watching a movie, you could put this on. Yeah, and they just whiz by, too. And then, like I said, the second episode was with Flying Lotus, who was a Grammy-nominated music uh, producer, creator. Um, and he made a movie called Kuso, which is, like, very controversial uh, it's a movie that you might say is very much style over substance. It's just a completely insane gore fest. I have not seen it yet, but I've literally heard people say that it's the, it was the worst film of 2017. 
um and it just looks absolutely gross like it has every bodily fluid from like puke to snot semen you know poop poop <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently a lot of people walked out of it at Sundance the first review here on IMDB says displeasing, unwatchable, ugly basically it's quite fun so clearly some (laughs) some (laughs) a little bit of uh, mixed signals there with that one Uh, yeah yeah, so they they interview him and they have this like gross out like vomit thing and then they actually create vomit with a special effects artist, which is pretty cool. Pretty gross, yeah. Yeah, it was it was probably definitely the grossest episode. Yeah. Uh, then you had episode number three with Simon Barrett, uh, writer of Your Next, the guest Blair Witch. Um, Your Next is awesome. The guest is awesome. Uh, and they talk tension in this episode. Uh, that one was pretty cool as well. Uh, I thought Simon Barrett did a good job. Remember anything from that episode? I actually that one's like not that fresh in my memory just because I wasn't really familiar with who Simon Barrett was. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, the blender part was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty uh, cool. Then you have the Saska sisters, and they have, of course, like I mentioned, um, they filmed their first movie, Dead Hooker in a Trunk, on a meager two thousand five hundred dollar budget, which is crazy. Uh, they both act in it, um, and they pretty much did everything themselves. And this uh, this film is actually getting a Blu-ray release by, uh, I believe, Horror Pack, correct? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you sound disappointed? Because <laughs> you ruined the surprise for me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, it was originally released by IFC, and I believe it was actually the title that officially launched their IFC Midnight label. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, American Mary, um, huge fan of that film. Uh, it was, I th- believe, my like number three of 2014 or so, 2013. Uh, had tons of critical acclaim. Um, just, just a very awesome, badass revenge film that takes body horror and body modification and, and makes a horror film out of it. Uh, and then they did their ABCs of Death 2, which was, you know their segment whatever um t is for torture porn i can't really remember it uh and then they directed see no evil 2 which was like a weird sequel to um a film that nobody expected a sequel to happen to um (laughs) and then they did vendetta um which is an action flick so and, and these are wwe produced movies here so like now they're kind of doing their uh director for hire type thing uh they also hosted elevator which i've never watched I, th- I assume it's like just a game show where people were scared in an elevator or something like that uh and then um i think their their newest venture is a remake of i believe what the hell are they remaking it's like a um david cronenberg film um shivers Maybe it's either shivers or rabid and it's kind of interesting because they're Canadian. And of course, David Cronenberg is the best thing to ever come out of Canada. So, uh, that could be kind of interesting. Of course, it's body horror, which David Cronenberg is known for. And of course the Saska sisters also very well known for. 
with films like American Mary. Um, so yeah, they were fun on there. They, 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 I love how excited they were at the penis mutilations. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they seemed like the type to be real excited about that. Yeah. So that's one of the things where they watched the scenes and, and comment on it. <laughs> uh, and then, but... Oh, and don't they actually like cut off Mickey's penis? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's pretty messed yeah. up. Um, <laughs> and then you have the Mary Heron episode. Uh, I don't remember much about that episode. See, I like that episode. It's probably because you're an American psycho hater, but um, I thought it was cool because there's like parts where um she's showing how to like build tension by camera angles and there's like a part where they're both just sitting in this like you know kitchen or living room or whatever and like she's like you see you can take shots from like the window and then you like see like a shot coming in through the window and things like that and it just shows how like just simple angles like that can really build the tension yeah but um and from like a film novice like you that's stuff that you don't notice everyone watching movies so it's probably eye-opening um uh, fuck you. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I thought this was probably one of my favorite episodes. Like, I thought it was cool. I think this is also the one, though, with the, uh, I think it's called a mentalist or something. Was, like, the second bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was amazing, where he, like, predicted what dude was yeah. going to write down or something. Yeah, that I wanted to try that in real life, because it was so cool. Yeah, yeah this guy basically was going to predict what... Uh, Mickey wrote or like what number he picked or something like that. And the way he did that was earlier before they began filming, he kept saying the thing to him in different ways. So like subliminally it was stuck in his head all day and it was the first yeah, thing would... that he thought of. If I tried that on someone, it would suck. Yeah. Cause it would suck. No. <laughs> Episode six was Lee Winnell. Yeah, um, I can't, I don't remember much about this one either, but, like, Lee Winnell seems cool. That's all I remember. Yeah, so, obviously, Lee Winnell, writer of Saw, uh, he starred in Saw. Do you know who he was in Saw? Um, the younger dude. Yeah, yeah. And he also, um, wrote, uh, Insidious, I believe. Yeah. Which is huge, you know, it's, and I think he directed... Insidious 3? I can't really remember. Uh, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, but he's like massive success in in the horror genre. Uh, and they were talking jump scares and like how to uh, okay, pull yeah. off an effective jump scare, which I really like because I love jump scares. I don't. <laughs> I feel like you do, but you just think... They're scary. Yeah, that's... I, isn't that the point of watching horror movies? I'm always a, I'm paranoid I'm going to have a heart attack. You can't have a heart attack. You could, buddy. You can't. It's real. And if you died and had a heart attack while watching a horror movie, wouldn't that be a good way to go? I mean, it depends on how good the movie is, I guess. But I don't know. I just always hide behind my hand. So, like, jump scares don't really affect me because I don't really watch them. It literally but... boils my blood when we're watching a movie and you do that. Listen, I've gotten better. I mean, when I was little, I would hide behind my hands watching, like, Scream and stuff. But now it's just what the jump scares. Baby. Listen, we can't all be perfect. Okay, the seventh episode was Rodney Asher. Who did Room 
237. Yes. Correct. And I never watched that, but I feel like it's weird. Uh, yeah, I've actually never watched it either, but I did see one uh, of I thought you other did. documentaries uh, called The Nightmare, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. It was like, it's a very weird movie because it's like, it's sort of a pseudo documentary where it's like they mix in a lot of footage filmed for the movie to like visualize what people are talking about. So it's almost like part movie, part documentary. Uh-huh. Um, it's a weird mix, but it's, it, it deals with, um, uh, what is it called? Um, sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis. Yeah. And that deals with people who uh, wake up while they're sleeping and can't move and see things and feel things and and hear things, but they're paralyzed. Yeah. Apparently it's a real thing. I've never had it. I feel like I might have had it. Yeah, you're fake. No, I'm not, dude. It feels like a dream, but it's like you open your eyes and you're like, oh, shit. My body is numb, so I'm just going to go back to sleep. Well, do you see, like, the witches and stuff? No, none of that happened, but, like... Well, tonight, when you wake up in the middle of the night in a dark room and you can't move, think of a witch. Buddy! Standing in the corner, naked, with saggy boobs. I don't like the Blair Witch! And long fingers, and long, scratchy, gray hair, and uh, rotten teeth just staring at you with red eyes. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Uh, this he also dude also did uh, good. Good. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. He also did Primal Screen, which we talked up about. on the Shutter, which yeah, seems which... to have not been successful since they only did one episode. Yeah, and he's got like that. I think he does it in this like episode where it's like it shows like a him. It's supposed to be him as a little boy watching like a big TV. Like yeah. they like show that in this and like it's just a we- it's just a cool thing to me. But I wish like Primal Screen would have worked out because like that's what that whole thing was like how it was filmed. And then uh, the eighth episode is um, starring uh, Spectre Vision, which I didn't even I wasn't really familiar with. I didn't realize like Elijah Wood and these dudes like had this like crew like that. Yeah. Apparently Elijah Wood's a pretty big horror fan. Yeah. Like that really, this one really surprised me. This was probably like, this might've been like my second favorite or third favorite. Like I just thought it was real interesting. They're like talking about their movies and then they kind of say like, none of our movies are like truly just horror movies, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I I mean, I, I really like Spectre vision. I wasn't really aware of them until I heard them on a podcast Minus uh, Elijah Wood, it was the other two. And uh-huh. they were like, you know, talking about Spectre Vision's films. And I was like, whoa, I've actually seen a few of those movies and I like them. So um, I looked in to see what they had done and they actually did a few movies. So uh, their first film was Toad Road, which I do own, but I haven't watched yet. And apparently it's pretty good. Uh, and then they did a film called LFO, which is more of like sci-fi film. I've, I've never seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. and then they did a film called cooties, which, uh, 
I know of, like, it's probably one of their more popular movies, uh, because it actually stars Elijah Wood, uh, but I, I've never watched it yet. Uh, and then they did a great movie called uh, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which was uh, filmed by a female. Um, it's like an Iranian, like, Western vampire film. It's described as it's black and white. Really beautiful movie. Great, great stuff. Um, mm. One of the best films of 2015 for sure. Uh, then they did a thriller called Open Windows. Then they did The Boy, the one that Scream Factory released. I've never seen that. Uh, and then in 2016, they did The Greasy Strangler. I said yeah. they did The Greasy Strangler. What am I? What's my like appropriate response? Hell yeah, that's their best movie. I did not watch it, and it looks pretty gross, so I don't know. It is gross, but it's it's really funny. Don't be a bullshit artist, Carly. Dude, that's not even funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's it's not even like I've seen the clip. Bullshit of that artist. Being, I saw the clip of it You're being a said, and I don't artist. think it's funny. I don't think it's that funny at all, really. Yeah. Even in context. You wouldn't think it's funny, because you're a bullshit artist. What does that even mean? Like, you're, like, a fake artist fan? or no, like it's like you're, you're a fake... an artist at bullshit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you're Pretty self-explanatory. So, Whatever, dude. And apparently there's a film that's coming out this year called Mandy. But, yeah, they were really cool, man. I remember liking that episode a lot, too. Um mm-hmm. I can't remember what they did though. Like besides that, I just remember it being a cool episode. Yeah. I actually can't remember either. Yeah. And then their final episode, their season final, uh, was a tribute to Toby Hooper and George a Romero. Yes. This one was cool. Basically, uh, they open up by, you know, talking about George Romero and the losses. Uh, they have an interview with Ken Foray. They talk to the DP of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, and they talk to the effects artist of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Mm-hmm. And basically, man, dude, it like it it was really cool to see them talk about all their films and like the importance of them. And it was cool. Cause I remember they said that night of the living dead is considered to be, they consider it to be like, it was just a, like a, a line of dialogue in passing that Mickey Keating dropped. But he said he, he considers that to be the birth of modern horror, which if you are a fan of the 22 shots of moves and horror podcast, you know, that our 1968 show, we picked that year because me and moods felt like that was the birth of modern horror. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Basically, and, you're like geniuses is what you're trying to say. Yes, pretty mm-hmm. much. And uh, after that, I mean, they they do like their top, you know, favorite moments from Tobe Hooper and George Romero films. Tobe? <laughs> yeah, Tobe. Tobe. <laughs> Toby Hooper and George Romero films? Yeah. And... There was some cool ones there. I was a little mad though. They spoiled Martin for me. Yeah, I do want to. I still want to see Martin. Yeah, like real bad. It's That's George's one. favorite movie, so I'm sure it's good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I do own it on DVD. It's out of print now, so it's hard to get. Oh, can I has? No. Oh, okay. 
And basically, besides that, uh, they they get into their recommendations at the end, and they pick films that... It was funny, because the guy's like, first of all, everybody was inspired by George Romero and Toby Hooper. So, instead, we're going to look at films that blah, blah, <laughs> you know Yeah. I mean? It was pretty cool, because <laughs> it's like, it just shows, cements, like, how important those directors were. But it was, you know, they, they picked some great films, um... Angst, which is one of the best movies ever um, in horror. It's so crazy and messed up, um, which that movie actually inspired some filmmakers as well. Uh, another one they picked was an uh, underrated horror film that I absolutely love. I think it's super underrated, and that's Bedeviled. Really? Like, that's Bedeviled. Wow. Where have I heard that one before? Because I picked it for an upcoming uh, crossover show that me and you were doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, South Korean, mm-hmm. awesome, good stuff. And uh, the final thing they did was a little holiday special that came out. Uh, actually, I think it came out before episode eight, which was in December. It was like a like a bonus yeah. Christmas uh, recommendations thing. Mm-hmm. And they recommended some Christmas themed horror films. Yeah. So, um, over, was there anything that you disliked about the series overall? Um, no. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't really, like the only only thing is like I love the ending recommendations, but like sometimes like in some of them it just felt like a little too staged for me. Like what do you mean? really really cheesy. What do you mean? You feel me? Like just the way they're like, Joe, I can't describe it. Mickey's just like, oh, you got some movies for me. I surely want to hear them. And it's like every episode, it's like him. You know, I, yeah, I can't they explain. They play it. off just... each other great. Like it's an in joke. Yeah, it just feels very, like, stage sometimes, that's all. Yeah, it's supposed to. I know, I realize, it's just, like, to me, it's, like, cringy feeling. Dude, it's literally my favorite segment of this show, so fuck off. I like it because, like, they're recommending, like, films on Shutter, which is pretty cool, because I always... It doesn't fun. always look like they're really, like, interesting. Like, like I'm just like, shit, I'm yeah. gonna watch all of those. Yeah, especially when they're, you know, they're always, like, have to do with, like, the movie, the, like... They're, like, similar to, say, like, American Psycho or something. So it's, like, I always think, I want to watch that because it's similar to that. And and it's always cool because, like, I've seen a ton of movies. Like, I've seen way more than you. But... Uh, Oh, really? Like, when they do the recommendations, like, chances are I've seen two to three out of the ones they're recommending. And I always get excited because, the like, if I've seen two or three of them and I really like those movies, then it leads me to believe that I'm probably going to like the other two that they recommended because almost every time I'm like, Oh, perfect pick guys. Like that is a great movie. And Mm -hmm. like, they're really good at that. Like they, they're picking like some heavy hitters like every time. Um, like they had the battery on there, which was amazing. Yeah. So I still haven't watched the battery, but I guess I'll watch it because the show told me to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope this show continues. Do you have anything else you want to really say about it? 
Um, not really. I mean, the host, you know, Mickey, he's pretty cool. He seems like, you know, he could just a regular guy off the streets almost. Like, he just, you know, dresses real casual and he seems really easy to talk to. Like, I could see, like, you doing something like this and, like, fitting in well. Like, yeah. which I like because he's very... And, like, you know, just... probably, like, he's not, like, super skinny, so, like, it gives me hope because I put on some weight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wonder if he's on the, uh, whatever you call it, diet right now. Oh, shut up. So, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great show. Uh, we just wanted to kind of highlight it. Like, this is kind of an odd review because it's, like, a talk show. You can't really review a talk show. But we just yeah. want other people to check it out. Like, if you don't have Shudder, it's only $5 a month. And you have tons of great movie and, and now original content. The five dollars a month, it like like the core is worth that five dollars alone. Like I would pay yeah. five dollars for another season of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So please, if you if you're listening to this show and you don't have Shutter, hell, they they offer free trials. Do the free trial and watch the core. I don't even notice like the money for Shutter like coming out of my account or anything. It's like five dollars. Mm-hmm. You literally you know? spend more money on fast food <laughs> every week. Like one trip to a fast food restaurant, you spent more money. Yeah. One trip sad. to Starbucks, you've spent more money. Definitely one trip to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Think of all the dumb things you spend five dollars on. And you can get at least, you know, probably like six hours of entertainment. Yeah, that's roughly. Less than a, that's less than a dollar per hour mm-hmm. of entertainment. Just for one Shutter. And please. we're not even sponsored by Shutter, even though we should. Be. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm saying this out of the kindness of my heart that I hope this show succeeds, and I really wish that you guys support it. And even let Shudder know that you love it. I'm telling you, they listen to stuff like that. I mean, I'm oh, an God. expert. I got them to, to oh, essentially get Shudder on the Xbox. And I potentially got them oh. to get Monster Vision slash oh, some sort of show like that oh, God. back on the air. So take my advice. I'm the guy who knows. Yeah, buddy. You're a hero. Yeah, what's going to happen now? Shutter Season 2, because I said so. Shutter Season 2. Shutter the Core Season 2. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Dumbass. I hate you. Look, everyone heard it, so it's I like, hate I'm you. just. Why? You suck. Why do you want to do a pod you with me if you hate me, me so much? You my thunder. You don't. Like, you have no thunder, dude. <laughs> dude, you literally have nothing. You're like the Jeremy of girl. You're like the girl Jeremy of podcasting. What? Yeah. Why? Everyone wants trash bags. Dude, everyone. Wait, what? I said I don't know your trash bags. Dude, everyone like wants me up on their show. No one wants Jeremy anywhere near them. Like who? Dan Chase. Jerry. Jerry loves me. We're buddies. He uh, like we do a pod together. Listen, me and Jerry do a pod every week together. We're true homies. We do it every month, and then sometimes, occasionally, we talk to each other on the messenger. Okay, I talk to Jerry every day on messenger. Okay, well, I don't like messaging that much. I'm just saying. Okay, well, 
Anyway. Oh, you don't like messaging, but you constantly blow me up all the time? Well, you're an asshole, and I'm asking you, like, legit questions, and you're just responding with, like, LOL and, like, like K and, like, yeah, yeah, Y-A, yeah. And then you're spelling, then, like, you'll say something, like, I'll be like, buddy, and you'll be like, but, like, you can't even spell it out all the way because you're just so busy texting moods. (laughs) You're so stupid. I'm getting off of here. This is the end of the show. Oh, buddy. Okay. Take us out. Take us out. I'm not. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode number 14 of the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. As always, I am Carly, and I am here with my friend JP. If you want to follow me on the YouTube, my account is Carly317. That is C A R L Y317. Why are if you, you jamming all over the place? Because you told me to take us out, and that's what you <laughs> tell Jeremy to do, and I thought that's what you meant. No, I just meant like. I forget how we take out of the show. I think we just say, like, see you next time. Bye. Back on the okay. couch. All right. Oh. See you next time. Back in my lonely kitchen, because JP is not actually here with me. All right. That's, that's a wrap.